0: THAT'S a, a LEADER OF YOUNG PEOPLE. Somebody I mean, THAT'S GOING TO JUST DEVELOP THEM, that, THAT UNDERSTANDS THAT EVERYTHING COUNTS, EVERYTHING MATTERS FOR YOUNG PEOPLE. THEY'RE
1: NOT GOING TO JUST BE GREAT SOCCER PLAYERS. THEY'RE GOING TO BE GREAT PEOPLE. And WE'RE GOING TO CHALLENGE AND DEMAND AND PUSH AND PULL SO THAT WHEN THEY, they LEAVE
0: BAYLOR, uh, THEY'RE ABSOLUTELY LEADERS IN, in OUR SOCIETY. Now back to today's JMO radio show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. That's Mac Rhodes, Baylor's director of athletics, part of the introduction of new Baylor soccer coach, Michelle Leonard. Michelle, uh, since has uh, uh, gone through the transition, I'm not going to say that's over yet. Transition continues, but the start of a new season is right around the corner. Practice starts next week for Baylor soccer and then the season exhibition opener is August 11th so we welcome you back we welcome in Baylor soccer coach Michelle Leonard and uh coach thanks for being on with us today
1: you're welcome John thanks for having
0: me I appreciate it thank you very much how has the uh how is the transition going that's such a big deal how's that going in your mind
1: it's going well, I and mean, we've been here seven months now, and we feel that we've done a good job of laying the foundation in the spring semester to prepare for the fall, getting to know the team, bringing in some additional players, teaching our game model, and now we're just excited to get into a, a true competitive season and get some more time on the field with the girls, and can't wait to start back next week.
0: Pretty good, isn't it, that the, uh, you know, that the hiring took place uh, when in December and you've had some time. It's not like it was late uh, in the spring or something and then you had to scramble. That's pretty good that you have had seven months.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's coaches that sometimes end up in these positions in June or July, and Ugh. I can't imagine having to do that. <laughs> so we're, we're grateful that we did have that time together and, and kind of smooth things over and get to know everybody. Um, so, yeah, that's been a good amount of time, but we're, we're ready to go now. We're excited for the fall.
0: I know when you take over, you hit the ground running, recruiting, uh, recruiting your current players, you know, to keep them, and then recruiting new players. How do you feel like uh, that process has gone?
1: It's gone well. We came in and added – there were five current incoming freshmen when we got here. We added five more and five transfers. So we do have a lot of new players coming in this fall. We've also committed an entire 2023 class of ten players – Um, And so that was a very busy spring for us getting kind of caught up in the 2023 graduating class. And now we're moving on to the 2024 graduating class. And Uh. uh, we picked up an early commitment in that class as well. So we're busy. We've been active, but it's going really well.
0: Wow. That sounds like you're doing some good work on the recruiting trail. And that's a lot, isn't it? That's a lot to get done to get the rest of this year's class and then your entire 2023 class.
1: It is. We were basically at every recruiting event in the country mm-hmm. every weekend. So we we did a lot, and uh, Leah and Cole, my two assistant coaches, were really pounding the pavement out there uh, around the country, making sure that people were seeing our faces on the sideline in Baylor gear and making that connection with the new staff. And they are relentlessly on the phone, always talking to a recruit somewhere in the country or somewhere in the world. You know, I have to give them a lot of credit because that's what I asked them to do when they got here, and they hit the ground running. And so it's a way higher number than we would normally deal with in a spring semester. So next spring should be a little bit more back to normal. But we did what we needed to do to kind of get caught up.
0: Nice. Well done. You mentioned uh, a couple of members of your staff. Tell everybody uh, about the staff you've assembled here at Baylor.
1: Well, Leah Sedwick came with me from DBU. She played for me there and was on staff uh, for, for many years. And so she's come over. She's our recruiting coordinator. Um, and just a wonderful human being, super, super smart, and a great mentor for the players. Um, and so the, I know the girls really love her and enjoy being around her. And Cole Oren, our other assistant coach, came from, uh, he was at a small school in Kansas, but prior to that running a soccer club in Colorado Springs for 10 years. So he's got connections all around the country at the youth level, which has been a huge benefit in our recruiting efforts as well. Um, and him and his family, his wife, Sarah, and their three kids have recently relocated here and are settling in and loving Waco so far. Um, and then Cameron is actually our, our goalkeeper coach is actually from Waco originally Cameron Carter. So she unfortunately played at Arkansas, but <laughs> is now back home. She was at UTSA on their staff there, but with this opportunity wanted to come home and be closer to family and see her younger sister grow up. So she's been thrilled to be back in Waco and, Great for us to be connected more with the community. In addition to that, we brought Maggie Scales from from DBU. She's our director of operations. So she played for me as well um, and then was on our staff. So we feel that we have great chemistry and cohesion within our staff. And the spring has allowed us to get to know Cole and Cameron better since they were new to the staff. But uh, now we feel like we've been together forever and excited to tackle the season.
0: How great is that for Cameron to be able to uh, to come back home to Waco and coach at Baylor?
1: She loves it, and it's been a great fit. Uh, She's a great mentor for our players as well, and like I said, a great connection point with the local community. That's an important thing to us. We want to be in the community. We want to be making connections with the youth and with the families. We want them to be fans of Baylor soccer. Um, And since Cam is from here, her and her family seem to know everyone, and so that's been a great way for us to get into the community and get to know some folks and kind of bridge the gap that way.
0: Michelle Leonard, our guest, Baylor soccer coach, start of uh, practice for the new season, begins the first of next week. Um, tell me this, you haven't coached a match yet, but what are the differences, uh, if any, that you've noticed being at Baylor compared to some of your previous stops?
1: Well, we did have some spring exhibition games. We had four. So I feel that that was a great opportunity to get on the field and um You know, Our our team was a little bit limited in size in the spring between graduating seniors and injuries, but at least the first time we play is not going to be August 11th at our first exhibition game. We had those four games, um, and we played some top competition. We played LSU during that time, A&M, SMU. So we had some challenging moments, and we were able to test the team and kind of see where the ideas we were teaching sticking, and was that going to work with this group. I think the biggest difference is just You know, I've mentioned before that we just have a different approach to playing the game than the previous staff. We just play a little differently. And so introducing those ideas and teaching them and getting the players on board with that, it's been fun. The girls are excited, and and they've been great learners. But it does take time for some of those ideas to really set in. And now we've got 15 new players to introduce to that as well, although three of them are transfers and played for me before. So they should be easy transitions into the style of play. But other than that, I don't think there's a lot of significant differences on the soccer field. Uh, Being at a bigger school is a little different. And being in the greater Waco community is amazing with, with such a supportive community that loves Baylor and loves Baylor athletics. And that's something I've really enjoyed about it. But on the field, the soccer has been Soccer. And so we expect it to be the same when we start playing games.
0: That's good. That sounds great. Uh, Katie Gilmore tells me 34 players on your roster. That seems like a really large roster. 27 of those are from the state of Texas. That's a real plus.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's a large group right now. Um, unfortunately, a number of those players are injured. And so I wouldn't say we have 34 healthy and fit to play at the moment. Uh, but, you know, we came in, we made some additions to help fill some needs we thought we had, but we had a great group of returners and so didn't want to make a lot of changes from that regard and so um we have depth because of the numbers if we do deal with injuries which we all know is common in a soccer season then we feel that we have the op- the options off the bench to help fill those needs and then yeah most of these kids are from texas although texas is a large state so there are small corners of the state but some of them play together previously three of our incoming freshmen. Um, well two of them are twins and then they're one of their roommates all went to high school together and and play club and high school together so those and then three of our transfers transferred together so a lot of our new players may be new to us but they've got experience playing with one another or playing against one another in club and high school soccer here in texas and i think that's really helped them all to build team chemistry quicker and feel comfortable with one another quicker and so they've already been on campus for about three weeks and uh Looks like everybody's getting along great and things are going well in the strength and conditioning environment. And by the time we start on Tuesday, we expect that they're going to be fast friends and ready to go after the season. That's
0: good. That seems like a real head start the way they, uh, some of them have played together and certainly know each other uh, from past stops. Uh, August 2nd, your first practice. Uh, what does that look like? Uh, what does your, your fall camp look like?
1: Well, we've got some testing to do initially, just to kind of get a good idea of where the team is from from a physical standpoint. Obviously, our sport is very physically demanding, and we play games very quickly. So we report on the second, and then we have an exhibition game on the 11th. So we've got to know who's fit. What do we need to focus our attention on? Um, So that'll be what we do right away on August 2nd: is some fitness testing, make sure everybody's healthy and fit and ready to compete. Then we will immediately start implementing and teaching. Our game model—you know—how do we want to play? Um, how do we handle certain situations? And that involves a lot of time in the classroom as well as on the soccer field. And so we've got a lot of work to do on the soccer field, but we'll be doing a lot of film review as well.
0: Very nice. Uh, when it's 105 outside, that <laughs> would be a good option to be inside and get yes. that work done. Uh, you've got a tough schedule. Uh, your exhibition opener, August 11th, against LSU. August 14th, UTSA, and then the regular season opener, August 18th, against Minnesota. You got North Carolina and Florida on the schedule this year. Uh, that seems like a really tough schedule. Plus the Big
1: 12. Yeah, it is tough. I think we have one of the toughest non-conference schedules in the country right now, and um, I'm I'm thrilled to th- that that's the situation because we want to be challenged. Uh, We want to play the best teams in the country because we want to eventually be the best team in the country. So we will be tested quickly. Uh, We will be exposed probably in some of those games as we test out our new style of play and give some young players some opportunities. But there's really not another path to the top than going through these difficult teams. And so uh, though it will be a lot early on, I think by the time we get through the regular, the non-conference schedule and into the Big 12, which is a tough conference, we will have been tested and we will know exactly what we have, and we will be very prepared at that point to compete in the Big 12.
0: Very nice. Well, it's great to visit with you. Thanks for your time. Good luck getting things started uh, with formal practice next week, and good luck at the season ahead. Thanks for being on with us today.
1: Appreciate it, John. Thank you.
0: All right. Thanks. Michelle uh, Leonard with us, Baylor Soccer, first year head coach, taking over. And Erin, she's got, uh, she knows what she's doing, she's got a handle on things. Uh, They have been uh, very intentional in their class that they filled out and and understand how tough that is to come in to a new spot, finish your recruiting class for this year and fill up your 2023 recruiting class. Basically, you know, two years work recruiting all in one and you're new at the place that that's very impressive. Yeah. And and you mentioned the schedule and how difficult it is that that's. You know, I think that shows you her confidence and how good they're going to be this year. And I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to the season. Yeah, doesn't doesn't scare her a bit. It sounds like so. Bring it on, and that's fun to see again.